All righty, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Patient Pod, the holistic hub for everything health and wellness. Uh, this is episode number 19. Yeah. I'm Dr. Brad Agan, along with my homie, Dr. Caleb Bryant. We have yeah. a interesting episode today. Um, we wanted to simplify things and wanted to explain a little bit about why we get hungry and the hormone produced ghrelin, ghrelin is a ghrelin and why your stomach is a ghrelin when you're producing the ghrelin. I love it when I love it that it's called ghrelin because it does sound a lot like ghrelin. I think that, that is a, that's a very accurate statement. Well, and if you think about it, your stomach isn't really ghrelin. I think they may be whoever they are. They, whoever they are that made up those things. The gr- I mean, ghrelin's a real, real world, but yes you know, but growling growling is more is like really a, growling well it's more like it's like churning right it's rumbling it's rumbling like your body's trying to tell you that you haven't ate in a while so it's it's time to do that so basically how ghrelin works is so let's say we haven't eaten about four or five hours all right so internally innately that's a good word for just how your body does on its own your stomach will start to stretch when your stomach stretches it's going to send a message to your brain. Now that message comes in a couple forms, but we're going to focus on ghrelin. Ghrelin is a peptide that's going to go up to your brain and it's going to tell your brain, hey, my stomach's starting to stretch out, meaning you ain't put enough food in me in a long time. So that's how our body starts to get into that process of, hey, I am hungry. Now, once you get to the uh, the food trough and you've ate a little bit, The next thing that happens is because if we have a pathway that allows us to know that we're hungry, we also need that stop sign too. Because when you're sitting at that Thanksgiving table, Christmas table is coming up and you got all that food with you, you got, you need something as well that, that says, Whoa, you know, it's time to back away from that table. So the opposite kind of the antagonistic part to ghrelin is called leptin so leptin basically what it does is so and uh, and let me back up so ghrelin is secreted from the stomach and goes up to the brain and says that we're hungry leptin is secreted from the adipose tissues so adipose tissues just a big word for your fat cells so it gets secreted from your fat cells goes up to the brain it says whoa we're done here so that's why we're able to self regulate ourselves and really it's kind of seamlessly we don't really have to think about it as much now some of you are probably thinking well what about those times where i overeat or if i have that process why am i overweight now so there's two things what i just explained is more of the short-term process when it comes to ghrelin and leptin now for people who have put on an extra few pounds, your body's going to release ghrelin and leptin based on how much body fat that you have. So if you have a lot of body fat, your body is telling you leptin, leptin, leptin. It's time to expend that energy. Okay, so we have high amounts of leptin coming in while we have a high amount of fat. If we have less fat, if we have no fat, then our body's telling us, hey, we need to eat some more. So naturally, we're going to have more ghrelin. That way we can get more things, more energy to expend, go run after that bear or whatever we got to do. So basically, obesity is mostly associated with low leptin level activities. So this tricks the brain into thinking it is starved. 
So what basically what we have is it leads to overeating and energy storage as fats. So putting this into lifestyle um, situations, the more high fat diet. So when it comes to those bad fats, so saturated fats, what ends up happening is those saturated fats cause inflammation within the body. That inflammation causes stress to the body. And in result to that, we get what's called leptin resistance. So now our body is no longer able to accept the leptin. So if we're not able to accept that leptin anymore, our body, while we have high leptin in our body, our body is not taking that. And we just want to continue to eat, continue to eat, continue to eat. So that's what's happening when we have these high fat diets and our belly gets a little bigger than we want it to. We wish that that leptin was still working, but it can't because it's, it's causing inflammation within our body. Then in result is causing our leptin not to work as well as it should. Yeah. And, and to simplify that, there's a, you know, hormone produced to tell us we're, we're hungry. It's time to eat. And one that, that says it's time to shut it down. Yep. You know, if you really, and I'm going to always go back on the, the body trying to survive. <clears throat> I found it interesting that and connections to ghrelin. So when you're hungry, when you smell something in the food court, it is connected to dopamine. So you have a little bit of a dopamine hit when you smell fried food, anything, anything with salt, sugars, fats, you're going to get more of an increase in that dopamine, which is connected. It's going to make your stomach growl a little more. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> going back to that ghrelin levels. So the feeling of, of, of really feeling hungry, they spike right before we eat and they um, they diminish pretty significantly right after we eat. Yep. Ghrelin is also connected to cortisol, um, growth hormone, and all these other survival techniques. So, and if we got to simplify it down to if our body is designed to survive and we smell food, the hormones of survival are going to increase so that we can know that we need to hunt for whatever that is. And hunting can be going to the grocery store, it can be rolling through Chick-fil-A, quote unquote, to get your um, surviving needs met. Mm -hmm. Um, so overall it's pretty simple. So another fact I found interesting in this is those that have, um, received a gastric bypass. So the hormone ghrelin released in your stomach is actually released from the tissues in your stomach. So if you decrease the amount of stomach tissue, you're going to decrease the amount of ghrelin, which is going to make you feel hungry. So that's why a lot of those appetites go down with a gastric bypass because you've uh, limited the amount of stomach tissue. Goodness. I didn't, I had never thought about that with that, the gastric bypass. Well, and if you think about if it's stretching, if, if someone that is, you know, uh, has an issue with eating and they're repetitively eating and repetitively eating, the stomach is going to expand and grow. So then you're increasing the surface area. Yep. Increasing the growing. So, but I find it really fascinating that if you really think about the science behind all of this and how we're tricked during the holidays, especially, mm -hmm. or when you walk by a food court or when you drive past McDonald's and you can smell it and you're secreted, you're, you're hungry. I mean, in reality, there's so many distractions and so many of those options out there, Chick-fil-A, I mean, anywhere you go and you smell fried food, you're going to secrete ghrelin naturally. You didn't smell fried food, you know, thousands of years ago. No. I think our sense of smell is 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 the heightened sense. You know, I, I can imagine we might have been able to smell when there was animals or prey around to be able to hunt them down and, and uh, survive, man. Eat. 
So what I found that was so interesting, and if you kind of think about hunger as your, let's say that hunger is a car and it's driving down the road and leptin is our stop signs. So it's like, hey, no, nah, we're not going to go any further. We're going to be just fine. We're, we're just going to stay here. But overeating and overeating inflammatory foods and putting more stress on your body basically starts to wipe out all of those stoplights or stop signs that are in your way. And hunger just goes straight through all the way through no matter what because our, we have lost the ability to tell our innate ability to tell ourselves no. And it's so crazy because, you know, it, it's been a, a heightened thing with inflammation in the body. And what does inflammation do to the body? And this is a prime example of what inflammation does to the body and why once you start eating and you start gaining weight, you continue to do that because you get in that cycle and your and your your peptides, your hormones uh, in your brain just aren't working the way that they should because we weren't meant to eat some of these foods that we're eating. Yeah. And overall, I mean, it has to lead all back to why would somebody need to overeat? Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and we talk about dopamine. Is that feel good? You know, yep. amazing chemical. So there's there's a connection to dopamine and the fact that when we're hungry for something that sounds, you know, really good, that's not maybe healthy for us, even though our stomach's ground and we're starving for it, then we eat it. Uh, it's just a repetitive cycle of bad habits that lead to um, disease and illness. I but mean, at one point, our bodies were good. Like at one point. So let's say before you get to you cross that bridge into being overweight and and having issues with your your hormones and leptin and all those things at some point we're good and our bodies work in the way that it's supposed to be but as we make more poor decisions that's when things start working against us and then we have to start working back that way we can get our bodies to start working for us again yeah and overall it's it's it all balances out to that everything being in balance and when we move and we're exercising or we're out hunting so to speak we're going to secrete leptin which is not going to make us hungry and it is and we've all i should i've been you know you get in those cycles you eat you eat bad mm -hmm. for a little while but I, I feel like if you can obviously burn it off in some way shape or form that's why those that that work out pretty repetitively and eat like shit they don't get the gains that they want to but you eat you know you work out maybe 80 percent of what that other person did and you eat good mm -hmm. they got better results what you put in your body is everything Give the body what it needs. I didn't mean to go on a rant. All right, that's episode 19. So what we're focusing on doing, you can probably tell this is a little bit a, of a shorter episode. So what we're trying to do with our podcast is we're going to start paring this down a little bit because what we want to do is the world's busy. You got a lot of things to listen to. You got a lot of things going on. So to have a 40-minute podcast you're going to lose sight of things and we're just rambling anyway. So we're going to be giving you some real humdingers for about, you know, 10, 12 to 15 minutes and below. That's what we're going to focus on doing. So make sure you come back every week. Uh, it's going to be quick tips. It's going to be awesome stuff. And we're doing a lot of good research for you guys. All right. Number 19, who is your favorite number 19? Uh, that is another Joe Montana. He was number 19 when he was traded to the Kansas City Chiefs back in I did not the early 90s. You wore 19. I have I, I do not know a 19, I'm going to be honest. Do you have another 19? Hmm. Not a very common number. Shout out to my buddy TJ Sanders. I'm pretty sure he was 19 on some team that we were on at some point. 19. So 
It's 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 not a uh, not a number everybody's trying to get after. I'll tell you that. That is yeah. If you really think about the number, it sucks. Yeah, it really does suck. So everyone have a merry Christmas, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>